Welcome in everyone to a new video series where we're going to break down the 2023 Dynasty Rookie Class position by position. Today, we're going to start with the quarterbacks. And this 2023 Rookie Class brought an interesting group of quarterbacks into the league. Quarterbacks were three of the first four selections in the 2023 NFL Draft. And there were also some interesting quarterbacks that came in later. I feel like a zillion rookie quarterbacks have started this year. So... We're going to jump into the rookie quarterbacks sorted by their dynasty value, starting with the most valuable. Of course, it's C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud has been terrific as a rookie. Right now, of course, he's working his way through concussion protocol, but he's had a terrific rookie year. He turned Nico Collins into a superstar. Tank Dell has been extremely productive as a rookie. Stroud has 279.3 passing yards a game. That's great. 20 touchdowns to five interceptions, also great. Right now, Stroud is a first-round startup pick in your Superflex Dynasty formats. The real question is, where do you rank him among Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, and Joe Burrow? For me, right now, I'm quarterback four, ahead of Burrow and behind the other three. He doesn't have the same rushing upside as Allen or Hurts, and we know Mahomes is kind of struggling this year, but I think, you know, we, we know how great he can be, but I've seen just Stroud quarterback four in Dynasty. If you have him, you have a cornerstone quarterback for the next forever. So uh, congratulations and just enjoy the pick that you made at 104 or 103 this year. Uh, let's jump into the next one, Anthony Richardson. Now, I did talk about him on a recent Dynasty Buys video on this channel. So make sure to check that out. It's the one with him on the cover. <laughs> um, but... Of course, he only has played four games this year, but he showed a lot in those games. He scored four rushing touchdowns, averaged 34 rushing yards a game, which is king for fantasy, even though he only completed two of those games. Shane Steichen, I think we can see, is an amazing head coach. There are strong offensive weapons, assuming they retain Michael Pittman, but I can't see why they would let him go. They can use the franchise tag, and I expect them to sign Pittman to a long-term deal. Josh Downs is emerging as wide receiver two. Alec Pierce even as a solid wide receiver three. And of course, Jonathan Taylor as a great RB1. Right now, I have Anthony Richardson as my quarterback 11, but I have him in the same tier as Trevor Lawrence, Tua, and Kyler Murray. And I would say that Richardson is probably the riskiest player in that group. The sample size is small, to be fair. It is small sample size, but he's also the one with league winning upside. I don't think... Trevor Lawrence at this point, or Tua, or even Kyler Murray anymore, have league-winning upside like Anthony Richardson does. Additionally, I'm not super concerned with Richardson's shoulder injury affecting his rushing output like I was with Tyler, uh, Kyler's ACL injury, uh, which seems to have limited him as a rusher. So I have great excitement for Anthony Richardson moving forward. And of course, if you have him as your quarterback one in Superflex, it's okay. Quarterback two, I'd be, you know, doing jumping jacks. But let's move into slightly, you know, more negative note. Bryce Young. What can I say about Bryce Young? Uh, his rookie season has not been very good. 59.7% <laughs> completion, 11 touchdowns and nine interceptions, 190.8 passing yards a game. He's taken 53 sacks. The offense has just been terrible. But it's important to note that a bad rookie year is not a death sentence in Dynasty or in real life. Trevor Lawrence's rookie year was similar, if not worse. Now, of course, 
people give Trevor Lawrence the Urban Meyer pass. And Frank Reich is not Urban Meyer. He's a much better coach than Urban Meyer. So that's not the same excuse. I do think a lot of people are writing off Bryce Young because they said he's too short to play in the NFL. And now, oh, he's not good. So, well, we were right. Too short. And that's it. He was number one overall pick. I'm not going to write him off. I still have Bryce Young as quarterback 16 in Dynasty, right in the same tier as Jordan Love. Kind of have the same, you know, tier all to themselves. My main issue with Bryce Young is that I don't think the ceiling is really there. I don't think Young is ever a top five quarterback in any season. I don't think that he's going to be a top five Dynasty quarterback ever. Doesn't run enough. And I don't think he's going to be someone who throws 300, 350 yards continuously. But if he becomes a successful franchise quarterback, the quarterback 16 price, considering his youth, is a bargain. It's a bargain in Superflex. Plus, he has insulated value. He's going to get at least two years to turn it around. The number one picks always do. And there's not that many quarterbacks in the NFL. I just did my video on Russell Wilson. He doesn't have two insulated years. So that, that alone means that he probably has to be still in everyone's top 20 in Dynasty. Uh, let's get into the next player, Will Levis. Second round pick this year. I thought he should have been in the first round, but he went in the second round. He was inactive for six weeks as QB3 behind Ryan Tannehill and Malik Willis. Eventually, Tannehill suffered that ankle injury heading into the week seven bye. They decided to jump Willis and make Levis the starter. The Titans did that. And they looked great after week one that he came in. He threw four touchdowns in the first start. Unfortunately, he didn't do much after that. He only has eight total touchdowns, so half of them were in that first game as a passer. Four interceptions, 224 yards a game, so the volume is there. I think that he has earned a chance to start in 2024. I don't think they're even going to bring in competition for Will Levis in 2024. I think that 2024, kind of similar to you know what Sam Howell did this year, but Levis is a second-round pick. I think he's their 2024 guy. They'll bring in some sort of backup you know, or maybe have Malik Willis be the backup, but I doubt it because Malik Willis runs a totally different offense. They'll need some sort of backup. But either way, I think he's shown enough, given the NFL quarterback market, which is a mess, that he's one of the 32 best quarterbacks. The Titans are 5-10. and 10, Not going to have a high pick enough to get Caleb Williams or Drake May. They're probably not even going to get Jaden Daniels. They're not going to have access to him. So they're probably going to use their pick on an offensive weapon to make uh, you know, Will Levis better. I've seen Brock Bowers mock to them. I would love that. Either way, I have Levis quarterback 21 because I think he'll get every shot, you know, improved everything to prove himself in 2024, but has zero promises for 2025 and beyond. He is one of the highest risk to highest reward quarterbacks in the Dynasty format. If you told me that he was quarterback 10 after next year in Dynasty rankings, I'd believe you. If you told me he was quarterback 35, I would believe you. So there's a lot of risk involved, and he does not possess the insulation that someone like Bryce Young does. So uh, those are the guys who played a lot. And then we'll get into a couple more here. Uh, I just want to talk quickly about Hendon Hooker. He was recently activated from the non-football injury list from his college injury. Hasn't played in the NFL at all. He was a third-round pick. As you might have seen, Teddy Bridgewater announced his retirement. So... I expect Hooker to be Jared Goff's backup in 2024. Nice developmental quarterback who had 58 touchdowns and five interceptions in his final two college seasons in the SEC. So that doesn't magically happen. That means he can play. 
But he's going to turn 26 in January. He's not exactly young. I'd love to see him get a shot at some point. But it may or may not ever happen. So it probably is going to require an injury to Jared Goff or some trade or some crazy thing happen. But we know the upside's there. So I actually have him ranked above all the other rookies, even the ones who actually saw playing time. Speaking of those who saw playing time, Aiden O'Connell, the last rookie quarterback to have seen significant playing time this year. He started eight games, 61.5% completion percentage, eight touchdowns to seven interceptions. But he's just averaging 6.3 yards per attempt. He, I see NFL backup. That's what I see. NFL backup. Nice backup. He's probably made himself a nice career where he's going to be in the NFL for a long time as a backup quarterback. I actually expect him to be the Raiders backup next year. They won some games with him. New head coach Antonio Pierce, who I think will be their head coach, seems comfortable with him. But he's not their starter. And we're not even talking about someone who's going to compete for the starting job. He's going to be the backup to whoever they bring in as the starter, whether that's Jaden Daniels or Russell Wilson or Justin Fields, whatever they do, uh, Aiden O'Connell is going to be backup. Now, quickly, just to get into the rest, Tommy DeVito, uh, I think that story's over. <laughs> Tyson Bajan, ditto. I think that story's also over. Both those guys might be competing for the team's backup job in 2024, but they're nowhere near being the starter. They're closer to being off the roster. Dorian Thompson-Robinson, uh, I loved him for his fantasy upside. Clearly wasn't the answer. Benched for P.J. Walker and then for Joe Flacco. Now he's on IR. I don't even think he's their backup next year. Uh, Jaron Hall and Clayton Toon got in the game for a minute, and they were both horrible. So I think, yeah, they're, they're both done. And then uh, the other three rookie quarterbacks of any significance, Sean Clifford earned the Packers' backup job. We had never got to see how he did, but we'll see. You know, he's someone I'd keep on the back of your Superflex roster. Jake Hayner, he was stuck behind Derek Carr and Jameis Winston in New Orleans. We'll see. He had fourth-round pick, might have some potential. Similarly, I might want to keep him on the back of my roster, see if he earns the backup job next year. And lastly, Stetson Bennett. I have no idea where he is. I don't really want to speculate on that, but I think we can act as if Stetson Bennett is not coming back and is not having an NFL career. So if you need the roster spot, I'm fine dropping him outside of the deepest Superflex leagues. Now, if you've been watching the video so far, I appreciate it. And I want you to make sure that uh, like, comment, and subscribe to the channel. And of course, I'm going to go through some Patreon questions. Now, these questions come from patrons, which you can sign up for at patreon.com slash fantasy advice. The link to that is in the top right corner of the video, which I never, ever seem to be able to point to, but I tried my best. I have four questions today, so we'll hop right into them. First question, is Trey Lance droppable in one quarterback dynasty league? I've been holding on to him just because I have the space on my roster. In one quarterback, I see no reason to hold Trey Lance. You can just drop him. I don't know if he's ever going to be a starter. And even if he is, that's a maybe, maybe forever from now. So I'll, I'll drop Trey Lance in one quarterback dynasty. It's not worth the roster spot. Who will win the Super Bowl this year? Uh, it's tough not to say the Ravens after yesterday. Uh, they might be one of my favorites. I think I'm going to go with the Ravens. Yeah, I think that's they're my favorite right now. They're, I think, the most complete team overall um, on all sides of the ball. So I'm going to pick the Ravens to win the Super Bowl. Would be nice to see that. For defenses this week, should we consider if a team is in playoff contention or not? I'm worried about playing the Broncos D versus the Chargers after their performance last week against New England. I generally think that players try their best, especially on defense. I'm not worried about like a quarterback being benched, you know, because the team's out of playoff contention for a defense. 
I'm generally just looking at the matchup, looking at the players, and just trying to start the best defense. NFL teams try their hardest, even when they shouldn't. They still do. So I'm not going to be concerned about this. And the last question, is Devon Achan a sit this week against Baltimore? Mm, It's a good question. I would really rather not. I need to see how healthy Raheem Mostert is. Right now, I have Mostert at RB16 and uh, Achan at 22. So in most situations, that's a start. But if your team is the one that made the finals, you might have better options. Uh, So that's kind of where I'm at with it right now. Not my favorite play in championship week. Once again, I want to thank everyone who watched this video. Let me know if you like these rookie breakdowns. I'll do it again for running backs, wide receivers, and tight ends if there's good feedback and good views on this video. So I'll, I'll run it back. Of course, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. And sign up for the Patreon uh, so you can ask those advanced questions. And I just want to thank everyone for watching. And I will see you all later. Peace out.